Hello guys and welcome to Sleepover Talks. I'm your host, Christina. I cannot believe that season one of this podcast is completely done. I'm so excited for season two. So many things and so many changes are going to be happening during this second season of the podcast. I have definitely learned so much from sharing my views and my stories with you. And I thank you for listening and just hearing me out. Today's topic of this episode is going to be a little bit different. And it's very personal to me. So as Father's Day weekend is approaching, and I believe today is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there or to moms as well. Um, I feel like talking about this topic and ending with season one with this one, and that way you can get a little you know more about me and who I am personally. Um, I feel like talking about this would help you and encourage you maybe in your own walk of life if you know somebody else like my situation or just figure out why with people who have dealt with the situation how they became stronger so for this topic I want to talk about how Father's Day can impact someone who doesn't have a father so growing up i didn't have a father it was really hard for me as a child because when you're young a lot of people especially in elementary they would ask you where's your dad how come it's just your grandparents and your mom or how come it's just your aunt or how come it's just this you know it's normal to ask those kind of questions as kids because kids are just trying to know who you are and ask the why questions a lot of children always ask why this why is the grass green why is the sun this why is the hamburger like that you know just a lot of questions because they're just curious and they're just starting out on life and that's okay but for me it really just was an emotional thing for me to talk about because i felt like when people were asking me this questions, like, where's my dad? I would start crying and I feel like a sense of almost hopelessness when it came to this question, even though I knew in my heart I was not hopelessness, but it just felt like that. Um, but kids didn't know any better, but eventually everybody knew about my situation and how it really hurt me. Um, but I want to just talk a little bit about it. So basically growing up without a dad was really hard, especially because I was also a dancer. And when I would do dance, they would do daddy and me classes or, you know, in school, they would have daddy and me kind of stuff activities or parent activities or whatever. And it was always kind of like a, it was kind of a little bit struggle bus to not have a dad there with me. But thankfully, I always had my grandpa come for the rescue as always. Um, but it was still something that always kind of lacked in me, not having that father there with me. Um, but I have made, you know, uh, conversations with him. But at this point in my life, as a 28-year-old woman, there really isn't anything that I really want with him. I wish him well. I wish him success and happiness with his own kids and his own family. But I'm at peace with the situation now. But growing up as a child, it was something that every time someone would ask me a question about my dad or 
just my siblings, step-siblings, I would start crying. And because it was, I was still trying to heal and understand that situation of what happened. And sometimes when two people think about something or think about doing something, they just think about themselves and they don't think about the consequences of what will happen after they have done their situation. And that's what kind of happened in my situation. Things didn't play out how they were supposed to be and I was the one that got hurt but I'm not the one that was to blame in it and I'm not the one that I had to take their crap for it um I was made for a purpose I'm here for a purpose God obviously planned this for a purpose because he saw greater in this um so it definitely took me a lot of time for healing and to forgiveness. I, When it comes to forgiveness for me, it takes me a really long time to forgive somebody, especially if they really hurt me a lot. That's something I'm still working today on because as a believer, we should always forgive like Christ forgives us. And um, that's something I'm trying to take into account with me and anything that I do in my life. But um, yeah, growing up, it was something that hurt me a lot I remember just being really emotional and when I would cry I would cry it wouldn't be like just a cry I'd be like oh my gosh you know kind of cry like I can't believe they just asked me these questions again like why did they keep asking me about my dad and oh you know I was like a very dramatic hyper like you know person crying and um it was just really sad to grow up like that as a child but then when you become an adult and then you understand the reason behind the situation and when you take certain psychology classes and get to know yourself a little bit more you realize why certain things have happened in your life like that and you learn to accept it and then you learn to heal yourself and then when you heal your that situation it doesn't bother you as much anymore but I'm definitely now at peace with it like I said I wish my father and that family all the success in the world and happiness but at this point in my life I really don't want anything to do with them it's not something that I'm saying out of hatred or angeriness or anything like that I just feel like I gone 20 something years out of my life um that I really don't think that I need another 20 years to get to know who my father really is we tried and it's just such an awkward feeling conversation for me because it was just forced and when you're getting to know somebody or talking to somebody whether it's a friend relationship co-worker whatever it shouldn't be forced. It should just come naturally that you want to get to know them. You shouldn't do it because you either feel guilty or because you feel like you should. You should get to know them because you want to. But yeah, that's why I had cut all ties with my father and their family. Um, I do talk to one of my stepbrothers here and there. I have about five stepbrothers and one stepsister. Um, but I don't really talk to all of them. Um, we do follow each other on Instagram. It's so weird, but, um, yeah, we don't really talk, but I do talk to one of them occasionally here and there, but, um, not so much, but yes. Um, and the thing that I want to talk about now is how I found acceptance 
and how I got here. The reason how I found acceptance was through a lot of prayer and a lot of talking to, about this with a lot of people and just going to therapy. Um, I had to go to therapy a lot because I developed a lot of anger towards my dad throughout the years of just being young and having a strange father, just having another family and having siblings and here I am just like, well, what about me? You have your other kid too, you know? And I was just completely angry at him because I wasn't understanding the situation. And then I became angry with God. I'm like, God, why did you give me this person as a father? Why did you allow this to happen? You know, but then I start understanding maybe God had this happen because he knew I was able to be stronger and I could handle anything like this. So I had to switch my mindset and switch my thinking of the situation. And then once I started doing that, and that's when I started to heal. And I had to picture themselves as kids. And what I mean by that, anytime you get angry at somebody, think of them as a child. Think of them as you wouldn't want to yell or scream at a child, right? So why would you want to get mad and angry at that adult? Even though they did hurt you, did something to you, think about them as a child. And when I would start thinking that way, I would instantly feel better. And I would start healing myself more and more. Um, and then I just wrote myself a letter to my dad about everything. And I moved on from that. I mean, there, of course, there's still parts of me um, where I feel like I'm always going to have a certain abandonment issue. And I feel like that's just going to be stuck with me probably forever because I didn't have that father in me but that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't get better and stronger with that as well but um, that's something that I'm taking myself to work on but I feel like Father's Day has always been such a lonely feeling for me because everybody's celebrating Father's Day with their dads. I mean, yes, I do have a mother and who played both roles, but it's just sometimes when you think of a holiday, you think, oh, I'm going to celebrate with the dad or whoever, you know, but it's always something that I kind of just brings me down a little bit because I think to myself, well, this is Father's Day. You know, things could be different. I could have, you know, done something with a dad and gone out for a beer or bought him a gift or whatever. You know, I don't know how that relationship, father-daughter relationship is because I never had that. Of course, I'm sure when I was younger, I've been envious of girls to have that father-daughter relationship. But, um... Yeah, that's something that it makes me feel on Father's Day. So that's this day a little bit. It kind of stings me, but not as much as it did as a child. But I want to give you some encouraging tips if you have somebody in your life that doesn't have a father or who is feeling lonely on Father's Day, what you can do to make them feel better and how you guys can... Um, also just talk with someone that doesn't have a father and I hate when people say oh she's got daddy issues or she's got abandonment issues or she's got we all have certain issues whether it be father issues whether it be an eating disorder whether it be 
you know, just having, like, issues of being jealous of somebody. We all have issues in our lives. It's what we do with those issues and how to get past those issues and how to help us and heal us become better. That's what we can do to make those issues better, not just to still have those issues and be a stagnant type of person. I think what you can do is be a friend. I feel like if a friend is still hurting with the situation of not having a father, what you can do is be a friend and be a cheerleader for them and just encourage them that keep going. You're a great person with or without a dad. It doesn't mean that you're any less. You have God on your side. He's the only father that you will ever need and he'll be okay. Um, I think the second would be prayer. Um, Pray for them. Pray for their healing. Pray for them to come to life for forgiveness and pray that maybe their relationship can better them if they still have a chance with that um the second would be just listening listen to that friend who feels you know lonely or who feels angry or who feels unwanted or who feels bothered because sometimes a lot of people who have been in these situations tend to feel like they're bothering somebody or they're walking on eggshells or they feel like oh everybody's so against me type of thing and always listen to them sometimes they might not be able to tell you in words but you can understand in their behavior and how they are so always just be a great fan and great listener and also if you want to have another thing is um just encourage them by maybe having lunch with them or talking to them and getting them something that you think that they would feel better i think that's what people need when they feel like they don't have a father or just anybody in their life that they should have been but they haven't had that person in their life just encourage them and make sure that they're known and that they're loved and that they're here for a reason and a purpose that's another way that you can also encourage somebody just to have them here. I think another thing that would be is just to always be patient with this person and just be patient and be kind with them. They may also deal with a lot of self-esteem issues and not also self-esteem, but they may just be questionable and have a lot of things about them that you might think oh well, why are you acting that way or why are you thinking this way so just be patient with them i think that's another key thing but just be patient with anybody really um that should be like a life lesson i think another thing that would be helpful for a friend is just not to judge a person's story and how they got here and how they have one parent, one mother, two dads, two moms, an aunt, an uncle, how they were raised. You shouldn't help judge someone by how they were raised or how they are being raised. You should just be thankful that they're your friend and they treat you well and that they're good people and that you enjoy their company. Also, let them know that they enjoy your company. Sometimes they need to know that they enjoy their company because when people feel like they don't have somebody by their side they don't know if you are enjoying their company or not so sometimes they might have a little bit 
feel reclutant about how to express your feelings. So you need to be like, hey, I really enjoyed the, your company with me today or just something like that to make them feel a little bit better. That way they don't think they're always walking on eggshells or bothering you because they constantly feel that way all the time. I think another thing that people that have felt this way is um, take therapy um, and journaling. Therapy for me has been such a great opportunity. I know therapy is not great, great for everybody, nor I know nobody can afford therapy. But if you can look at your insurance, I'm sure that can work well for you. But I really do believe in therapy, not only because I'm going to be a therapist someday, but I really think that therapy really works and helps you um, understand the situation and you be able to attest how, uh, why it was that way. And I had to deal with a lot of shame and guilt and shame and guilt is something that is really hard to really let go of and just be completely done with. Um, and something that I still work through every day of my life because of the situation that happened. Um, but I think just going to therapy and journaling and just being able to talk to somebody that you trust is such a great tool to have with this, um, having these resources on the side to help you move on and help you get ready to heal again. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It has really a special episode for me. It means something so much about how having a father has really affected me as a child. I feel like now as an adult, it really hasn't affected me so much since I'm finally knowing, understanding who I am. But as a kid, it really affected me a lot. So if you work with kids and you see someone that doesn't have a dad that's a child just always be kind it's okay to ask questions but let them know that you're not going to pressure them and let them come to you with the questions let them come to you with anything don't always be like what do you have questions because sometimes they may or sometimes they might not always keep that in mind as well because some kids can be extremely sensitive to these types of situations that have come into their life i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode i feel like a lot of us have a lot of different relationships how we grew up in life but that shouldn't determine who we are what determines us is what we were brought up at home and how those life lessons and teachings um, made us who we are and how we can take that into being the better person we are supposed to be. I'm really excited for season two for this episode podcast. Um, I'm just really excited to see what season two is going to be about. I feel like there's going to be so much change in this podcast in general. I feel like I'm going to add some guests so I'm really excited for that. I will come out with season two mid-July. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and happy Father's Day and as well as happy 4th of July. Stay safe, be smart, be happy, and enjoy life. Bye!